It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. 15 minutes now after 7 o'clock. Welcome to our program. And uh, for whatever reason, Roy Bell is not here. I'm sorry, folks. We've been promoting this all week that Roy Bell would be on the show today. But for some reason, he's not able to be with us. We've had uh, no contact one way or the other. Mustafa, you, uh, you, what's the update we, on that? We have all all contacts have been contacted. So I have yet to hear from Roy. He does have our information in terms of uh, him getting in touch with us if this would happen. So I'm kind of I'm shocked, really, disappointed, shocked, and I hope everything is okay on his end. But we'll get back with that. What's what else? It's time to well, punt. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to punt. Yes, as, in in football, that's what you do when that's, when all else fails, right? There you go. You punt the ball away. Well, we're going to punt. Uh, so we want your input. Uh, that you'll help us out. It's uh, we'll like this open mic, and and so if you're listening out there, here's the deal. Uh, there's. There, there was a commission back in, and they issued a report. This is way back in 2017, so we're talking about, I was still in the legislature during that time, but there was this commission set up uh, to look at executions, uh, and it was called the Death Penalty Review Commission, and they recommended uh, several things. Uh, but anyway, what's brought this to our attention is Andy Lester, who is a Republican who served on that committee, has written a uh, letter to the editor on non-doc, which is Oklahoma um, a political type of, of uh, news letter and information. Michael McNutt, McNutt, who used to be with Dale Oklahoman, is one of the writers for this uh, particular uh, paper now. And uh, they, they deal a lot with uh, uh, Oklahoma politics. So they've got a story on about Stitt, you know, supporting the, the roosters and <laughs> uh, and, and also, they've got they, Barry Switzer on there in this in the edition I'm looking at. Uh, they have but, a particular lean, or they thought to be well, uh, not a particular lean. No, they try to report what's going on. But anyway, this edit, letter to the editor came from Andy Lester, and he says, "I know because I, along with former Governor Brad Henry and former Oklahoma Court of Criminal Appeals Judge Rita Sturbar, co-chaired the Death Penalty Review Commission, made up made some recommendations. Anyway, the five woman, six man." Uh, group um, were politically diverse, according to the, this editorial. Uh, some supported capital punishment, others opposed it. And then after a debate, deliberation, and a year's worth of work, they issued a, a statement. It's 300 pages, and I remember getting the report at the time. Uh, but anyway, Annie Lester's claiming we need to stop and take a look at this because he doesn't think uh, that the system is working real well and that there's the possibility of innocent people being executed. And I, I don't know. I'd like your input on that. Um, we've got one guy on death row right now, Richard Rosham, who uh, who brutally raped and slayed a girl out in the Burns Flat area. He's been convicted. He was appealed. He appealed twice, had two different uh, court dates, and uh, the, the appeal initially were, were overturned. Not Not the... The, the appeal for his his uh, crime was not overturned, but just the right. appeal for the death penalty. So they brought that back, and they retried just that portion of the trial, whether he should receive the death penalty. Both times, juries looked at the evidence and decided his his uh, his crime was heinous and that uh, he should be convicted and he should be put to death. And he's still on death row, and, and that's been going on now for several years. They just kind of keep kicking the the can down the road. What do you think? 
I mean, do you think that that we need to stop and review all this and take another look at it? Because that's basically what this uh, committee has recommended, and, and as well as Andy Lester, who's on the committee. I don't know that you can get a free, I mean, a, a, a proof that's absolutely 100%. In this particular case, I don't know that the evidence would indicate anything otherwise, but I think the procedural is what, wasn't it our attorney general that sent this back for review, or, or is that a totally different case? There's something like uh, the attorney general that we have now looked at this case and presented it. Not because this particular. Okay, not the case I'm different. talking about. It's a case that's out there right now. There's two or three. Uh, this, every time one of these comes up, you know, of course, they go before the pardon and parole board. They either recommend clemency or not. Then the governor, he can either grant clemency. He has not done that so far. Um, and, nor is he. He's probably not going to do that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, some of the recommendations they're making. And here's the deal. First of all, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's very difficult to take someone to a trial to trial for the death penalty. It has to be uh, – there are certain conditions that you have to meet. We could, we don't, I wish we had Angela Marcy, our district attorney, yeah. because she's very, very familiar with this, and so do the other district attorneys. But um, Are capital uh, crimes automatic? You know, like if you kill a police officer, no, is that automatic? No, or no. you have to go through the same process? You, same process. You, no, there's nothing automatic. Uh, but but there are, you have to prove certain things in order to take a case to the to even uh, and, and it has to be cruel and unusual uh, you, you know heinous uh, and it has to go through the court system to even be tried as a capital case and so these cases are coming before a, a jury of their peers and they've been convicted and gone through the appeals pro- appeals process and and it, it, now you you've got people wanting to to uh, back off. The only reason we're talking about this morning is our guest didn't show up. So That's right. I Roy, don't have all the information right in front of me, so we're having to kind of punt. But if you want to make a comment, uh, you know, should we continue? We've got right now uh, when um, initially we had like one execution set up a, a month, and now that's gone to like one every two months. There's one coming up this week, um, and Rosham's on the list. But, you know, initially when they put out the list like a, a year and a half ago, he was going to be – set to be executed this October, this last October, but because the new attorney general has kind of delayed the right. action a little bit, and he's still in favor of the death penalty, but uh, anyway, he's he's kind of... Uh, I want to make sure he crosses off. his T's and dot all his I's. And we, I, I, we need somebody to call in and chime so, in on this. Three two three five two five four. help us now, make the program a little bit better. I, I don't I'm, really like doing this, but it's well, one of those things. But it's... it's it, yeah, I'd say it's a done deal, but We'll punt and get through this. Uh, Roy, you know, <laughs> well, I tell you. At any rate, we'll, we'll do well, something we're talking in, Let in me ask you something, though. You, this commission, there were several recommendations along with something that was generally recommended. Now, you were there when this committee was formed, and what were they, their intentions? Why were they Well, it was there? set up, I think, originally by, um, I'm not sure what, were they, maybe, but Brad Henry was on there, and uh, there were other people. Andy Lester was on there as well, and I don't know the names of the others that were on the list that's not available here right in front of us. Um, but they recommended several things. They recommended that, uh, uh, including offering forensic training for judges, following best practices with respect to certification of forensic experts, and amending Oklahoma's law to require that biological evidence in capital cases be retained until 60 days after the death of the inmate. 
Um, and then also they recommended the prosecutors, uh, the commission recommended requiring that the prosecutors allow open file discovery in all stages of the capital case. But here's the deal. These cases have been, you know, tried and convicted, and then the, the appellate process, you know, is pretty lengthy and intense, and you've got these appellate judges that are looking at these cases, so... It seems like the, the the criminal has more rights than the victim does in some of these cases. How agonizing it has to be for a family to not be able to put this to rest, uh, whatever that that particular heinous crime, as you call it. Heinous. Heinous. Yeah. Heinous. Heinous. So, okay then. So are you in favor of the death penalty? I am. I've supported the death penalty uh, most of my, all, all of my life. Uh, over the years, I did a study on that when I was in high school. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the pros and cons of the death penalty. And I think that society has the right uh, in certain circumstances to to do an execution when, when the crime is, you know, it's like one of one of the uh, the cases I know, remember a couple of years ago uh, or more involved a young lady from Ponca City who had been buried basically alive and then killed, you know, be- begging for mercy. Uh, those are the kind of cases that generally, you know, you have. Right. Um, but uh, there's always those who sympathize with it, and there are a lot of people who are in favor of doing away totally with capital punishment, and there's some states who do not have capital punishment. Which brings Ohio Ohio to mind. I think it was back in the 90s they had something like 11 convictions that were wrong. They killed 11 different people, and the governor just basically put a stop to that. So there, that's one of the states at that time that had no no way of actually killing people for killing people. And and I, I have a problem with getting it wrong. I don't have a problem with the justification for doing it, but if you get it wrong, what if it was you that was the one that was wronged in your life taken? That's why the, the bar has to be high, and it's very high in Oklahoma to even get a case before a jury, and then once you get it before the jury, then they've got to look at the evidence and decide uh, what, whether or not the person is guilty or not guilty. And then after that, then they make a recommendation of what whether the death penalty is even in order. So, the, in, you know, there was a time I think when, when yes, um, you know, when you had the hanging judge back in the early you know, ter- you know <laughs> Judge Parker. I mean, you know, there were abuses. There's that, no question about it, uh, but. And there have been probably some innocent people over the years who've been uh, who've been put to death, and that's that's the downside. But at the same time, you know, a lot of of uh, precautions have been taken to keep that from happening. You know, a lot of the the challenges to have a decent case without money. O.J. Simpson comes to mind. You know, obviously, if O.J. was average and ordinary, he probably would have been found guilty of that, wouldn't you think? It took money for him to get through the process of the law, so to speak, to be free. And, uh, you know, so does money factor into this case, and does it factor into the death penalties? You know, if you have money, are you likely not to end up on death row? It's a good question. You know, I, I think that it's very difficult T. Cullen today, Davis. to get to get a uh, to get a death penalty case before the courts and then to actually prosecute it. Okay then, T. Cullen Davis back in the seventies, guilty of similar crime as O.J. Simpson, and it just seemed like everyone knew he was guilty, but you couldn't really prove it to a jury anyway. So, I'm uh, I'm at a loss as to. One of our listeners sent in a text. Seems after three appeals, that's enough seems the odds drop after that of changing 
Anyway, just uh, this was the person that sent us a text, their point of view on this issue. Three appeals. How about the number of years? Cause sometimes it's how long it takes to get the appeal through the process that takes. Well, it's cruel. They've, they've uh, you know, it is cruel. And we've got several on death row, like Rosham's been there for like 30 years or something like that. Wow. It's a long period of time. Decades. Yeah. And he's just uh, been able to, through the court system, prolong his execution. And so that's the way it is. Wow. That's about all we got to say about that, folks. Mm. So other things in the news um, this morning? You know, there was, yeah, the Koch brothers endorsed uh, Haley. Nikki Haley, the, yes. the Koch brothers. Now, one guy said he didn't really care what the Koch brothers thought. But does that going to— Well, that's that, Christie, right? <coughs> yeah. Did Christie I mean, say that? I, I don't know who said it, but <laughs> okay. uh, that's the word early this morning when I was listening to the news. Uh, but uh, Does it really make her a viable contender now that she's got some money behind her? Well, I think that I, I, some someone was talking yesterday about whether she's setting herself up to be the vice presidential yes, nominee. Yes, yes. I heard that conversation, but, and it's uh, where she doesn't really want to knock him out. She just want to get in and duel with him a little bit and sh- basically impress Trump enough. To and we him. don't know what's going to happen you know, with these court cases and whether he will continue to fight the battle to stay up at the top, which he is right now. If, if the uh, yeah. elections were held across the country in primaries today, he would be the nominee. You think Haley would help him as far as uh, popularity? Yes, I do think she would help him. think that would put yeah. him over the edge, huh? Having a younger person as vice president, she would not be popular with the liberals, I will tell you that. And her views on abortion, are they pretty much uh, congruent with uh, a solid Republican base? She's pro-life, but she also, you know, in the debate made the comment that we need to save as many babies as we can, and that was her approach, and I think that's a good approach. Trump's has he really made it clear in terms of what how he really feels about abortion? He's pro-life. He's pro-life. made it pretty clear, yeah. Okay. So anyway, that election's coming up, and, and, and what does it mean that Nikki Haley has that support? You you, you think that that'll help uh, her? You you ask me that question. Yeah, I, did. Think? I think it helps her. I I think it helps him. I think that she, if she's on any ticket, you've got you almost guaranteed to get some of the women that would normally be so anti-Trump. She balances that ticket out a little bit. So that's my thinking on it. Folks, you know, this is very disappointing in terms of my guest this morning, invited guest, well-promoted guest, Roy Bell. Uh, We'll get back with that saga maybe, and maybe we'll just let it go. But I'm just as disappointed perhaps as the listeners are, even more so. And so I hope everything is going good. Well, yeah, we hope he's okay yes. and yes. get in some yes. sort of an accident or something. We've been able to reach Roy Bell, and we apologize uh, for not getting Roy on, and we've had to kind of fill with, with some information that we're kind of unprepared to talk hope about. Hope you enjoy but the punt. But you know we, what? We'll talk to – we've talked to Angela Marcy about this in the past, and she's really well up to date on this stuff. So One of the uh, things – and I note this because I heard it yesterday with Glenn Beck. No, no, it wasn't. It was Buck and Clay. One of the two, they were suggesting that you have no idea what they feel like politically. Uh, what you hear on the airway, the suggestion was what you hear on the air could be totally different. And you and I do a lot of talk back and forth between airtime. And the philosophies get out there and they get very candid. And a lot of times I feel like this is the best part of the show, between airtime. That thought came to mind, so I thought I'd throw that out there as a filler just for the heck of it. We're out of time.
Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.